One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to go? Okay. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of PSO NFL Edition. What I've realized is every time we put a podcast out, the next day it is absolutely irrelevant. Doesn't it feel like that now? Something big's gonna happen tomorrow. Something, you know, once ooh, this gets released, wait. something's big. Something big's gonna happen. It happens every time. Oh, man, look at this. We're already <laughs> dropping hot takes at the beginning of the pod. I love it. Like, we're reeling the people in. What do you think big is going to happen? You'll find out later. We'll find out tomorrow. You'll listen to 55 minutes of, 55 minutes of podcast to get to. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Uh, welcome in. I'm the big dog, Chasey J. I'm alongside Nate. Nate, how you been? You went, you went out to eat tonight, too. You've been around town. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, Alyssa's birthday's been having a good weekend. Yes, her birthday's uh, next weekend, so uh, we went out to eat uh, with my dad. And where are you gonna be? Uh, Rigazzi's. No, next weekend. Oh, oh, next weekend. Oh, we're gonna be in New York, baby. Oh, that's right. You're gonna be hanging out <laughs> with the big deal, double G. I can't wait, dude. I'm so pumped. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's cool though. Did you guys? Uh, did she enjoy it? Did you have a good dinner? Uh, yeah, it was good. We It was not uh, the first place we tried. We tried a couple of other places, and the wait was like an hour and a half at the first place and then like an hour and 45 minutes at the next. So we went there. Damn. It was good. Had a good time. So <clears throat> can't complain. Good shit. Good shit. Well, happy birthday on behalf of PSO. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, post a, we'll post a happy birthday on our Instagram page for it. Yes, happy happy birthday, Alyssa. But also the first lady of PSO. But also Emily. happy free agency period. 
It's been amazing, we finally made hasn't it. it? Oh, before we before we jump into it, I mean, I've been dragging this intro on long enough. Uh, make sure you follow <laughs> us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram, and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. We got a lot planned, you know, for the future of PSO, uh, whether that be more content uh, or what. But yeah, we got a lot planned, so check out our Twitter, Instagram, all our stuff. You know, we're 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 posting on there now, so. Uh, yeah, okay. But, yeah, happy free agent. Uh, NFL has really hit it right the last couple of years with free agency, haven't they? They have, man. I mean, no matter what's going on, March Madness, they don't care. It's <laughs> NFL's making headlines yeah. one way or another. People, like, and I saw in Cleveland, people were, like, you know, torn between watching Ohio State football or Ohio State basketball and March Madness or – listening to the Cleveland Browns news. It's like, wow. You some know, good, NFL's really some good stuff, over. man. They are. Yeah, like, a lot's been going on. Um, so I guess we can just jump right into the beginning here. We kind of segued into it. Deshaun Watson is rumored to be going to Cleveland. Uh, Baker Mayfield has asked for a trade. A lot's happened in a week. Let's a just lot's happened in a week. What the hell is going on? It starts, I mean, it. the Browns immediately came into this offseason and said, we're going to explore all options at quarterback. And that included, you know, Baker starting there next year too. I mean, this yeah. didn't, this, this was a work in progress, didn't really come out of nowhere. Um, I like the fit though. I, I think it's. You know, they're in a spot kind of like the Rams were the the year before. You know, we've got yeah. the team, we've got everything in place. We just need that guy. So uh, I think the Rams, like I love that you brought up the Rams because I really feel like the Rams have started something in the NFL that was kind of needed. You can't sit back on your heels anymore and win no. uh, a Super Bowl. You know, like the Patriots didn't get a wide receiver for Brady for years, but they won just because Brady was there. Also, Tom Brady came back too. We probably got to throw that in some. Oh yeah, <laughs> we haven't talked about that. What the fuck? But anyways, you know, like the Patriots would sit back. I mean, they had a great defense, great offensive line, great everything else. But you know, they had a hole at wide receiver for so long. Now it feels like teams can't have a hole anywhere, and if they do, you need to fill it with at least a name big enough to like, you know intimidate somebody like how the rams didn't have an edge rusher so they added von miller last year right you know like just something like that like it, von miller's not nearly the guy he was last year or last year multiple years ago but he's still von miller you know they at least attempted to uh add somebody at that spot and it feels like nowadays you can't have a hole and cleveland was on top of it right away um how, how do you feel about the fit of deshaun watson in Cleveland with all this offense. Originally, it was released that he wasn't going to go there. I, I know. I And this, I was rooting for that the whole time, Deshaun to Cleveland. I think it's a great fit. As soon as I heard that out rumor, of, dude, I got pumped. Out of any team that he could have gone to, this is the one that made sense. That, and I could also see Carolina, depending on what Carolina would have had to give up to get him because I think the Browns have a little bit more depth but I think it's a good yeah. fit. I don't know what you know what happens for Baker after this. It, yeah. There's a lot of things still to happen here. Uh, obviously, they they just signed into a big extension too. Not a 
uh, you know, when you look at the grand scheme of things of what some of these guys are making, uh, not a crazy deal. I think he came into about 20, 28 million a year. Yeah, I think yeah, it's not it's nothing too crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I've been looking up Baker's stats while <laughs> we've been talking here. Uh, last season, he played 14 games, six and eight, 17 touchdowns, 13 picks. He was hurt the whole year, 3,000 yards. Um, uh, Baker's been, I mean, he was lackluster. He had the one big year, 11 and five. You know, they did incredible. They, I mean, arguably, people, I mean, they could have went to the Super Bowl, no doubt, that year. You know, they they had a good uh, matchup against KC. They almost won that game. They did. And then they just kind of had the year from hell last year. I, so uh, let me first start off with Deshaun and the fit. I think this is going to be insane because I've always been saying for years how many weapons Cleveland has and how underused it is. Just, I mean, not in like a, this isn't me, Dog, and Baker, because it's definitely going to sound like me, Dog, and Baker, but... He's not, he's kind of like Jimmy G, you know, like Debo's good, but think about if Debo had uh, just somebody that threw more and somebody that was a little more offensive side of instead of, you know, kind of reluctant, kind of like these game managers, yeah. I guess. A little which bit more aggressive. That, yeah, which I mean, Although, I, you know what, Baker's Baker pretty aggressive. Like, he's aggressive, but yeah, I mean. That's not, maybe that's not the right word. Uh, I guess consistent, maybe consistent, but even consistent doesn't work because I would rather have James over him. I guess some, a little more stat patty. Is that too? Is that too bad to ask? You know? No. Carson Wincy, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, just a guy that throws a bunch. Or Matt Ryan four years ago, you know, shit like that. And I think Deshaun fits that category perfectly. He can move, and Deshaun, man, he's gonna have a play action scheme now. Because you still got Chubb, you still got Kareem Hunt, and now you have all those weapons to play with on offense, a great offensive line, and now there's, like, rumors. Originally, did you hear the stuff about Jarvis Landry, how they were talking about maybe trading him and everything, and how he wasn't happy? Now there's rumors that he might get re-signed. Now yeah. the rumor is that him and Clowney, are, they're trying to re-sign both of them. So, yeah, I hear A.B. wants in on this, too. And now A.B.'s getting talks about it. I mean... I'm just excited. I honestly, this is maybe also me rooting just for as much fun as possible. Maybe a hard knocks team with the Browns if they pick up Ooh. AB. Let me see that. Deshaun. Oh, Deshaun AB. Deshaun AB Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> this, that would be, it would not be, uh, and it'd be very polarizing, I would say. Would. But, it'd be a fun one. So are they the favorites in the division? I think so. I mean, I think so. I mean, definitely over. I can see the Bengals taking a bit of a step back this year. Obviously, anything less than making it to the Super Bowl is a step back this year. Yeah. But you know, and that's to be expected. But <clears throat> we got a whole no. Cincy section, so we can save the Cincy stuff. But yeah, yeah, I give it. But yeah. you also have, you know, you got to think though. The Ravens were pretty hurt last year. They're going to yeah. get better. Um, I mean, not just very Lamar. Hurt. Everybody was everybody was down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, they're going to get better. The Bengals are still going to be good. It's going to be a tough division. I mean, I, and I don't even think the Steelers are going to be bad next year. But 
I think they're probably the worst in the division. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's also something. I mean, that's a perfect segue because we didn't write it in. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah. He, is one, he was the one backup that's going to get a job. I know. Mitch Trubisky, which, I mean, Colin Cowherd has done a giant. Have you been watching his stuff? I know you love Cowherd. <laughs> I've been no, seeing his I, I, I what did he say? He had a couple TikToks that he released and was comparing Trubisky <laughs> to other players. And oh yeah, I mean his stats the, are the better. Blind resume. Or the resume, yeah, the blind resume. Which I, you know, you gotta love Cowherd looking at stats only instead of what you actually see on the on the field. Uh, stats but, tell a big story t- sometimes. Yeah, it is, and you know he had the same stats as Baker. Baker's still getting all these chances, you know. Playoff-wise, his stats are similar to Drew Brees. Drew Brees' last four playoff runs, you know. So, but the thing is, is this is what I want to talk about. I guess we can jump into the Steelers section, even though there isn't one in the pod. This is what's going to happen with this podcast. It's going to be all over the fucking place because so yeah. much has happened. so And so much more is like just coming to us as we're talking into this. So, the, here's the Steelers section. What the hell? Like, me and Nathan were sitting here, and we were talking about this off-pod. And, Nate, you can jump in at any time, too. What the fuck is up with the Steelers committing to Mitchell Trubisky this early when you have better options out there? And now, like, I mean, I know Cleveland probably would never trade in division, like, in division with the Steelers. But if Baker said, hey, yo, I want to go to Pittsburgh, I wouldn't be surprised if they worked out the trade. They already have a quarterback, you know? But at the same time... Like, you have Jameis, you have Jimmy G rumors. Jimmy G would have been perfect for them, but that's a, also another story. Gardner's still out there. Uh, you know, I was going to say Tyler Huntley, but once again, in division. What the hell? Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It was very early. But, I mean, you still had, yeah. At, at that point, you still had Deshaun Watson on, on the table. Yeah. Uh, the Russ trade... Was that before Wentz, too? I think that was before Russ. I think that was before Wentz. I think that was the big thing, is they really wanted Rodgers, and Rodgers fell through. Yeah. And then they really wanted Russ, and then Russ fell through, and then they just kind of gave up and said, you know what, Like, let's just make sure we're not throwing Mason Rudolph out there. So let's get the safest bet we can possibly get with Mitchell Trubisky. And let me tell you, playing it safe ain't going to win you shit in the AFC. And and I don't think... I don't think Mitch is going to be the worst quarterback in the league next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really don't. I think he could be a top 20, maybe even top 15 quarterback. Right. I think there's a place in this league for Mitch, but. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh could somehow have a better record than uh, Baltimore next year. Or even Cincy. I agree. You know. And they didn't, you know, they didn't get a bad deal on him. Two years, 14 million. You know, seven million dollars a year uh, for a starting quarterback—that's cheap. Uh, so, and when you're getting these guys early on in free agency, a lot of the times you are going to overpay. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Um, yeah, we got a couple of examples. Of that. <laughs> yeah, and and there's every day there's contracts that you're you're looking at and you're just wondering yourself, how did this happen? There's got to be. A, Something they're seeing that I'm not, but yeah, you know maybe they maybe they really like Mitch. 
Which I just, you know. M- Mitchell Trubisky had an MVP caliber year. Oh, man. Oh, God. We're going through the Mitch Trubisky train now? I'm just I'm just what? saying. Mitch Trubisky. Okay. You want to go through it? Mitch Trubisky or Jameis? Like, if we play this Gauntlet game, Mitch. you're not going to be. What? I'd rather I'll have Jameis. I'll take Trubisky. I'd rather, I'd rather have LASIK eye surgery Jameis. <laughs> He's got LASIK. He's not throwing picks anymore. <laughs> I just, I don't think he was the best backup. I don't. Uh, Tyler Huntley's out there. I, once again, these are all guys in division, so it would have been very hard to trade for them. But, you know, Tyler Huntley, he was a great backup. You know, uh, Gardner. Hey, Gardner you know I had the... some wild ideas about that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gardner would have been a perfect stealer. Chip on his shoulder. He, he's a Mike Tomlin guy. Hard. I think that would have been a. I think that would have been a good fit. You know, but I guess. And you really wouldn't have had to give up much to get him. Are we? Or maybe we're just missing something here. You know, or maybe Philly is just not really trying to trade him. You know, which also might be a behind the scenes thing. Maybe they really like Gardner, and it's like, hey, we're gonna throw one more year of Hurts out there, and once Hurts struggles or whatever we'll throw Gardner out for the rest of the year maybe, maybe. that's it but at the same uh, you know Mariota I would I think at the beginning of this offseason Mariota and Trubisky were the bottom of the barrel guys that I would have went for like last opportunity all these other guys are gone type of scenario not before Russ gets traded not before Deshaun gets traded like what the hell yeah it was early I, it didn't really make sense to me at the time. I mean, after some of these quarterbacks had fallen off the board, I could I, I would understand it a little bit more. But yeah. he wasn't the most talented guy on the market at the time. But, would you rather you take know, a flyer on Mitch Trubisky or run it with uh, Kenny Pickett? Trubisky. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I probably would do the same thing. I was just curious. What about at, uh, Malik at seven million a year, yeah. At seven true. million a year, I'm taking Malik. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Baker. So Baker, before this trade even happened, I mean, it hasn't even happened yet. But before it got leaked that it was going <laughs> to yeah. happen with Deshaun, um, Baker released this giant thing saying how you know he's thanking the city of Cleveland. I, Cleveland is really torn on this too, from what I've seen on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. they loved Baker. Yeah, they are. Like Baker had a nice, nice fan base there, and you know he really did epitomize Cleveland football. He brought it back. Um, but what's next for Baker? You know, I I have to think Cleveland, out of all teams in the NFL, are going to be the ones that are like, hey, we're not going to send this guy to Houston. You know, he's not going to be a part of the Deshaun trade. They're not just going to throw his ass away, you know? I don't like. I don't gonna, think they want to do that. Yeah, I think they're going to give him a trade to whatever team that he is willing to go to and whatever, you know, if they can get a lot from it. So right. let's throw out some possible destinations, some more real, realistic than others, and I want to hear your take on it, and then I'll throw mine out there, all right? How's that sound? Okay, all right. We'll just play a little hypothetical game. Okay. Uh, Indy. Yes. Yes. 100%. It, it, well, it fits a lot of what he has in Cleveland now, actually. Great mm-hmm. offensive line, great running game. 
decent receive, receiving core. Yeah. Uh, and and not, you know, M- Michael Pittman's good, um, but they just don't have much after that. But yeah, I, I think they're probably going to try and land somebody in the draft if I had to guess. Uh, but as of right now, a- after Michael Pittman, it kind of it drops off. But yeah. But I mean, I, look, you you had Cleveland last year with you know after Odell was gone, you had Jarvis, and then you know Donovan Peoples Jones stepped up and yeah. played a, a bigger role, but uh, didn't have a whole lot of receiving targets there either at, at the end of the year. I just my the problem with like going through these two. Is like I want to be a Baker believer. I really think that this guy has a second switch we haven't seen yet, where he can take maybe one more leap up. I don't know how big of a leap, but the thing is, is I just feel like he's going to be in a worse situation after this. But Indy is definitely the best bet for him. Like I think so at this point. He can, you know, he's been riding the coattails of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Now he can ride the coattails of Jonathan Taylor. You know, he he's really good off play action. He's really good when his you know shoulders not fucked up you know i want to see a 35 touchdown maybe 40 touchdown 4,000 yard season you know i know it might be stat padding or whatever but damn it baker needs to do it and i think if the team that he could do it on would be indy and i'd like to see him you know chip on his shoulder go to indy this is the team he told the browns he wanted by the way yeah okay that that yeah i mean and you know they're gonna end up going through with that um so other hypotheticals so here let's see new orleans uh if how do i like the fit if i'm new orleans i you know i I really wouldn't like it from both sides uh if i'm new orleans i i don't know why why they would trade for a quarterback right now they're not in a position to be giving up draft picks they're They've had trouble with the cap the last few years and even in the next year or two. Right now also, for New Orleans, you just lost Sean Payton. You lost Drew Brees two years ago now. They need to just reset the ship and, and, and then go from there. I don't think you should be trading anything away for it. And it's official, right? They signed Dennis Allen as the new head coach, right? I believe so, yeah. I think he was, like, promoted. Yeah. And that's the old Raiders coach, in case anybody doesn't remember. He had the career record of 8-28. and 28. Yeah, he is the head coach now. Um, I think, I mean, New Orleans, if they had Sean Payton, this would be, I feel like I would be like, this would be number one, number one place. And I think New Orleans is still out there. They're looking for a QB. especially Now they're probably desperately looking for a QB after Deshaun's off the table. And, you know, you got in that division Tommy coming back. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is really the best fit for Baker, honestly. No, but, I wouldn't want any part of that if I'm him. Okay, I'm throwing one more out there. This one might be the worst one, but okay. I like it. We kind of talked about it earlier. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I brought that up earlier. So, Detroit... And I think they're in a similar position. They're not in a position right now to be giving stuff up. We are, uh, and we're they, not like we're not breaking anything here. There's no rumors for this. I'm just, we're just both pulling this out of our ass. Yeah, yeah. Just hypothetical. This is just you know bar stool type shit. We're sitting at a bar talking about random shit. 
then you know for Detroit, then then becomes the issue of what do you do with Jared Goff? Uh, you still owe him a lot of money. For Baker, so you're going to the the Lions, who still, you know, their their position right now just needs to be get good players, draft yeah. good players, sign good players. That's all they need to be doing right now. I think, and you know, I think Baker would oddly do very well in that system. Like you got a younger head coach, and now you get a, a younger head or younger quarterback that is a. I mean, he's a winner. I like to he, say he's, he's a got winner. the attitude for it. Yeah, he's you know he's not a Jared Goff. Like I could see Jared Goff giving up on games. You know, I can't see Baker doing that, even if he was in Detroit. You got a good running attack. You know, you got a running back that can catch passes, which is something he's never had. Um, that's true. And then you have some you have some def- decent weapons. I mean, your offensive line is fucking horrible. Uh, but, you know, Panay Sewell, they've been adding to it. You know, you got a young offensive line, I guess you should say. They have. And, and that's – Dan Campbell, that's one thing he's going to focus on is that offensive and defensive line. Yeah. and He's you know, an inside-out kind of guy, I think. I mean, you know, that's going to be something that they're going to improve this year, next year, I mean, they're just going to keep working at that until they get it. And then you got uh, the wide receiver, too. I-, I always forget his name. Amari St. Brown, right? Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was really good last year. Showed a lot of He was very of, good. Know, good signs. And then TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, and I was about to say, you have a potential top five tight end that's just so underused. Yep. You know, he's. Oh, a really I know. Good he was on end. my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason you never draft a tight end that you know is coming from Jerigoff. Like, <laughs> but I think I, maybe that's something they can do is trade for Baker and just release Jared Goff. I know it's going to cost a fuck ton, but just eat the contract as soon as you can, because you're there's no way. I mean, or you can just have him be the most expensive backup out there, and maybe find a suitor. But I think he's about done with getting chances as a starting quarterback. Um, I agree. But yeah. Okay, I'm done with so talk. So, releasing him would save him $20 million uh, and a $10 million cap hit. That's not bad. That's not bad That's at not all. bad. It was ugly for, before this for year. Goff. That's not bad. No, and you get that huge... And huge what would it cost to get... What, what do you think... What do you think the price for Baker would be right now? Man, for a trade? Yeah. I think I think it would start out highest. Maybe they'll try to get a late first. Or maybe I'm, even that seems like too much. I'd say maybe a second and a third. Or two seconds, right? Or is that, that seems like, am I shooting too high? No, 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 no. As I'm thinking about it, I think a first might be too high, but I think a, a second, a third, or two seconds, I think that, that sounds seems, fair. That seems, yeah, that seems fair. And, you know, Detroit could do that. Cleveland's got a, don't they have a lot of cap room, too? Or am I making that shit up? Who's that? Cleveland. Cleveland? Uh, here. No. Because I was thinking maybe Cleveland throws in, like, Two seconds, a third, and like a fifth and a sixth or something. Just like throws a shit ton of draft picks, and then Detroit sends Jared Goff too. Looks like the Browns have somewhere around thirty-six million. 
Yeah. They've got so, and you could send, yeah, you send golf over to just immediately get released. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, and then golf, golf can sign wherever the hell he wants. Which, even if I'm the Lions, you know, I'm going to save $20 million and I can, and it, I'm, I'm going to take a $10 million, you know, cap hit, but. Yeah. You I mean, bring. That's tough. I, I would sp- I would consider that. We spent way too long talking about Baker to Detroit. <laughs> but I, I feel like I've, I've talked myself into it. Like, I think it would be good. Like, Baker and Dan Campbell teamed up? Both of them? You know, that's a Two team guys that, that just rally- want to win, man. Yeah, and that's a team you can rally on. Like, two guys that were probably giving up on throughout their careers. Yeah. Going at each other's kneecaps or whatever the fuck Dan Campbell always says. I'll tell you like, what, you're right. We have spent too much time talking about this, but looks good on paper, man. Does look good on paper. All right. <laughs> Not that um, it makes the Lions an immediate contender or anything, but yeah, no. But it'd be I fun think to he's watch. an upgrade from what they have. True. Um, and yeah, I think they have a lot of weapons. I think it'd be cool to see an actual quarterback play for Detroit. But um, so let's move on here. Speaking of looking good on paper, uh, just kidding. This did not look good on paper. Devontae Adams was traded to Las Vegas for a first and second round pick. Off the top of your head, do you think this was – who do you think this was a good deal for? Vegas. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> me and you were talking about this. If you're telling me that Devontae Adams could have got traded for a first and a second round pick, how many teams do you think should have made that fucking trade? Any team that's an immediate contender for a Super Bowl. And that has the cap. Or within the next three years. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, I mean, I don't know about Buffalo's caps. Buffalo could have made this trade. Anybody could have talked themselves in. The Ravens could have made this. Anybody could have talked themselves into that. A first and a second, that's cheap. It's hella cheap. Hella cheap. Um, So, and also, Green Bay... Just signed, re-signed Aaron Rodgers, which ended our Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos idea that we had. But it's all right. <laughs> it's fine. Um, what the hell's going on with Green Bay? Like, what's what's their deal going into next season? I'm really not sure. Green Bay, Rodgers, because I had to think. I, I've got to think. Rodgers knew Devontae wanted out before he signed that contract. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. had to. Right? He had to. They're, they're, I'm sure they talked to each other. I, they're clo- I thought they were close with each other. I thought that was like Aaron Rodgers' only friend in the NFL. Right. Only yeah, friend left, at least. I don't know. I, you know, I know, I know it's been a rumor for a few years now that Devontae wants to go play in Vegas, so him going there doesn't surprise me. I always thought but, that was just a rumor, though. Like, oh, yeah, the Fresno boys want to team back up, but what the fuck? Like this, this really surprised uh, yeah. me. And I'll tell you honestly, what, though, I, out of all the trades so far, this is the one I'm most pumped about for some. Yes, reason. it's same, hundred <laughs> percent. This got me being like a Josh McDaniels believer. I know, because I was like, you know what, Josh McDaniels was so like play it safe, his whole like tenure in Denver. You know, he even, I mean, I guess he drafted Tebow, but even then, like it was like, who's going to take the risk? And he didn't really have a quarterback. Uh but, like, Josh McDaniels, like, having the balls to make this trade and then, like, us just, like, analyzing it and being like, holy shit, this just really kept 
Las Vegas. And, like, Las Vegas, before we were saying, like, oh, they're going to be the fourth best team. Like, that that was just, like, a thought process in my mind. I oh, could yeah. honestly see them, realistically, if this works out. I mean, because one problem that Derek Carr had last year, didn't really have a number one. Right. At all. You know, and Derek Carr, I mean, I've I've defended Carr on this podcast way too many times, so I kind of jumped off his uh, jumped off his boat. I guess I'm jumping fucking back on because I like Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. I think it's it's good for him. I think he's going to – I mean, Devontae is just one of those guys, too, that he makes his quarterback better. So if your quarterback's already pretty good, I'm excited to see what he can do for your team. You know, Aaron Rodgers is legendary. And he made Aaron Rodgers even better. You know, he some of the Dev- plays he makes, and, you know, he's usually doubled, doesn't fucking matter. That, and that's perfect for uh, Las Vegas because they don't, you know, they don't have very many threats left, especially with Henry Ruggs getting pulled out and Darren Waller being hurt every game. But I think I would not be surprised if they're the second best team in that division. Isn't that fucking nuts to say? I, I mean... <laughs> It is nuts to say because you still have the Chargers, you still have the uh, the Broncos who just picked up Russell Wilson. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you think about it, and you think about the perfect. I mean, I guess this is a perfect scenario too. But Derek Carr and Devonta Adams can have a really big year. Like, I'd be surprised if Derek Carr doesn't throw at least twenty-five to thirty touchdowns. I mean, he only threw twenty last year, or something along those lines. But I think they're going to put up a lot of points. Their defense is pretty solid, and you got a new coach too. You got you got an offensive-minded coach in Josh McDaniels. I want well, and, and to not. Look at I this want offense. to not like this team. Look at this offense. You've got, and I think uh, they were saying this on Bill Simmons' podcast. You've got Hunter Renfro, who is you know Josh McDaniels has had that yeah. guy before. Wes Welker, you know, uh, kind of a Julian Edelman, that kind of guy. He's had that before. Devontae Adams, the last time he had a true number one was Randy Moss. Yeah. You know, like, this offense could turn up to be very scary once you got Darren Waller added to that. You've got, uh, you know, hopefully a healthy Josh Jacobs, too. And here's me defending my my boy Derek Carr. I'm gonna call him my boy just because I was the one of the oldest Derek Carr defenders. I was saying he was the top five quarterback for way too long. Um, who top who five? Derek Ooh. Carr. Yeah, I, I was arguing that for way too long. I held. <laughs> I literally rode the Derek Carr Titanic until it sunk. Um, but who's the last great wide receiver Derek Carr's had? Was it Hunter Renfro this year? Yeah. Like, who else before? Because uh, he was God, I can't the, think the, of anybody. Uh, uh, Tyrell Williams was the number one last year, wasn't he? Or two years ago? I mean... Nelson Aguilar was, I think. That's, which, I mean, like, we're throwing these names... Uh, Darren Waller, I guess? Right. You know? In a like, lead tight end. But... Healthy Darren Waller. Yeah, but like, Derek... Carr really hasn't had these weapons. And now he has... I mean, Josh Jacobs is coming back. Hopefully healthy. Jesus Christ. I'm tired of that song. And dance, I know. But I wish they had a little more <laughs> Again, on my fantasy team, I know. <laughs> but Derek Carr is great with play action. 
you know, as long as those games are held, that uh, Josh Jacobs is healthy, I think Derek Carr, and if you can get Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs healthy, which is a tough task, I just, I think this offense can really put up numbers with Josh McDaniels too, because he's not, I don't think he's the same guy that he was in Denver. I really, really believe in coaches develop too, just like players. And I think I do, sometimes, might... oh, I mean, look at Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick didn't succeed his first head coaching job. No. Yeah. He didn't go win a championship with Cleveland. Sometimes it takes more than once. Exactly. Yeah, like sometimes you got to like suddenly You got to learn and move bit. on. Or yeah, you got to lose. You got to right. lose. Um sometimes you okay. got to figure out how not to do it to to figure out how to do it. Ending on uh, our this is the last thing we're going to say about Vegas here. Do you think that this put Las Vegas in title contention? That's tough. Just because the AFC is so, and their division stacked. is fucked. It is. So I, I mean, mean I, what do you think? And like, would you be absolutely shocked if they won the Super Bowl next year? Yes. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I I'd love to pick up, but I don't think they're there yet. They, I think they're fringe. They're fringe. You know? I don't think they're there yet. But Devontae, Waller, and Renfro. That's a hell of a big three. Yeah, I know. especially if they can all they're stay gonna, healthy. They're gonna win some games, but I'll tell you what they've uh, they've got to play the NFC West next year, um, and then also their own division. They're gonna have to play you know six times. So yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have a lot of tough games to play. All right, moving on to another title contention team. I guess we can say uh, Von Miller. Goes to the Bills for six mm-hmm. years, a hundred and twenty million. What do you think about this pickup? Love the pickup, hate the contract. Wow. Okay. Like expand on it. Six I mean, years? That's insane. You know how old he is? He's thirty. Was he thirty-three? He's thirty-two. Thirty-two. If I wouldn't have looked that up, I would have guessed Von Miller was thirty-four, thirty-five. He's playing like a thirty-four, <laughs> thirty-five-year-old. Yeah, like, that's that's a long time. He's dressed like a thirty-five-year-old. Yeah, I I don't I don't get that. Six years. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> but I mean, the Bills are trying to win now. It's a good yeah. pickup now, but it's not gonna look good in in five years. <laughs> This is what I like to call a baseball contract. I'll tell you what, though. If if they go out there and win a championship next year and he plays a big role in that, uh, yeah. the next five years are worth it anyway. Yeah, true. This is what I like to call a baseball contract because it's good for, like, three years, and then the last, yep. like, five to six years of the contract, you're just like, what the fuck? This sucks. This is horrible. Well, we got A-Rod for These players five. want long-term stability. And yeah. teams use that to entice them in. And then, you know, obviously the last few years doesn't work out. I like it on uh, Bill's, like, standpoint of it, though. I like these teams taking risks. You know, hey, I agree. Like a- they're, they're looking to win now. They don't care about the last you – know, if they get two, three good years out of them, they're, I'm sure they're happy with that. And you can't slack in the AFC anymore. You just can't. No. Like, I mean, we always talk about – I mean, wasn't it crazy, like – when Brady was there, how weak it was, and now it's just insane right now. 
You had the Mahomes Allen glow up. I know. Burrows he, he come switched, out of nowhere. He switched to the NFC at the right time. <laughs> he's literally yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the LeBron James of the NFL, except he actually wins shit and deserves to be credited. <laughs> okay, that was just my humble poke at a different sport. Um, so speaking of, well, we're sticking on title contention teams here. Christian Kirk signs with the Jags, four years, seventy-two million. Does this put the Jaguars into title contention? Not a chance. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, what do you think about the pickup? Uh, I mean, it, it, he's a solid pickup receiver, but again, that contract is, I, I think it's nuts. Um, now, the breakdown of his contract is a little bit weird. A lot of it's incentive-based, so the the actual number might not turn out to be quite as inflated as it is right now. But if it is, they look like geniuses because – you know, he'll be worth every penny. All right. I'm going to go through the top wide receiver contracts. He's actually lower than I thought. But here we go. We're going to go through each one. So, number one, Devontae. Number two, DeAndre. Number three, Keenan Allen. We got number four, Mike Williams, who also signed a new contract. Uh, Amari Cooper, number five, who's also on the Browns, which we fucking forgot to talk about. See, like, we just keep getting reminded. Uh, Michael (laughs) Thomas, number six, on the Saints. Chris Godwin, re-signed with the Buccaneers, which we also forgot to talk about. Um, And then Christian Kirk is getting paid more than Tyreek Hill, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, <laughs> Allen Robinson, Stefan Diggs. Uh, I mean, do you want me to keep going? Do you get the point? I think I think we get the point, yeah. Jamar so, Chase, he's just getting paid yeah, it, more than a lot of people that are better than him. But Absolutely. I, I agree with your statement where I think it's a good pickup uh, for the Jags. I really – I mean, I kind of been talking myself into it too because – I think him and uh, Marvin Jones. I mean, I think Marvin Jones is still signed with the team, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I think he's still under contract. I think he signed a couple years. But I really think him and Marvin Jones can actually have like a maybe like a sneaky Browns type year that Marvin Jones has always had where he catches like nine touchdowns or whatever. Um, I actually like that they're adding weapons to this Jacksonville offense. I just don't know how much I believe in Christian Kirk. Like, is he even the one? Would you take him or Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones caught 832 uh, yards and four touchdowns last year with a quarterback that only threw nine touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think that what the Jaguars are trying to do is just put as many good players with Trevor Lawrence to help develop him right now regardless of what it takes. Yeah. He's the one thing you, you've got to get right there. So if you got to spend a little bit extra money to get some better weapons in there for, for Trevor Lawrence, I think you do it. 982 yards, five touchdowns last year for Christian Kirk. He signed less years than Von Miller, and he's only 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but who knows? Maybe I mean I don't know if it's going to end up being a good pickup. 
especially since you're comparing him to Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup. But at the same time, you know, he could still he could be a thousand yard receiver if Lawrence can pick it up. And I like that they're trying. Uh, is that so bad? You know, at least no. they're giving it a shot. No, I mean it's yeah, like you don't want this team to go out there and get the number one pick for the third straight year. Yeah, true. Um, so actually, today did this happen today or yesterday? Uh, Robert Woods was traded to the Titans. That was today, just a few hours ago. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, Robert Woods traded to the Titans. How do you feel about this trade? Uh, I think it makes the Titans better. Yeah. You know, and I don't know when he's going to be able to play because he did tear that ACL. Yeah, and he was having a really good season before that. Pretty pretty late. Uh, he was having a good season, and he's a guy that, you know, just like Cooper Cup, it's not just his stats that are good. You know, he, he blocks for his team. Uh, he's out there putting 100% in every play. So upgrade over Julio, though. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the big thing. Yeah. They traded for Julio, right? I think they traded like they a did. second. Was it a second? A second and I a think six, it was. maybe? Second Julio? and six sounds right. Um, And you're picking up Robert Woods just for a six-round pick? I mean, Julio played, what, maybe four games? I feel like that's cheap for him. For Robert, <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It was only a six-round pick. Yeah, that's... Like, he caught five touchdowns, and I... Let's see how many games he played. But, I mean, yeah, he caught four touchdowns in nine games. 556 yards. Like, remember, yeah, he was having a really, really nice year. I think he was the top, uh, one of the top receivers before he went down. And now he's going to Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I think he could be a, an improvement over Julio. That's the big thing is when is he going to come in? Exactly, and I think... Either way, though, I mean, getting him for a sixth, I think that's a good pickup. Either way, yeah. Um, I do want to throw. They released Julio. Yeah, they did. I do want to throw one thing in here since we we did forget to put this in there as well. Uh, but while we're on Robert Woods, the Rams did sign uh, Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means for OBJ, where he's going to end up. It doesn't look like with the Rams. Um, you know, OBJ's gone, Robert Woods gone, Allen Robinson oh, in. So, and the thing is, is too, is like a trade. Ra- I, I I think the Robert Woods trade was because I think they're going to try to re-sign Odell. Isn't that the rumor that's been out there? So yeah, maybe, it, it, they maybe definitely you just could. Because looks like just a clear and cap move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you like, can't have you, you can't have Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, OBJ, yeah. and Cooper Cup in there. Trade him way to the Stafford can't throw perfect, for ten thousand yards. Perfect team for them to trade him to, too. Like the Titans. I mean, God knows what that team's going to be next year. Um, but I it, they I mean, definitely traded him for cheap. I mean, he got hurt nine games into the season. Julio played. Okay, 10. that was earlier than I thought. Yeah. So I mean, he might be ready for the beginning of next year. I don't know. ACLs are fucking scary. I don't like making. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this. either way, though, at worst, probably early next year. And at the same time, like, we're acting I, – I know Robert Woods is a – he's kind of a big name. I think he's a big name. He's a big name wide receiver. He, they only traded a six-round pick, so it's like we just took a fucking flyer on this guy. Like, you think yeah. Robert Woods can put up more numbers 
or higher numbers than a six round pick. That's how I look yes. at it. You know, so in general, yes. This is a big win for Tennessee, I think. I really like it for Tennessee. And I think this for the Rams, you know, I think it was just they were gonna have too many guys and they don't want to be the Chiefs where they're just throwing to you have five wide receivers on the fucking roster that you can throw to. You know, sometimes quantity is not as good as quality. And sometimes too much quality is a problem. That's true. That can be a problem. You put a lot of chocolate syrup on ice cream, it can kind of ruin it sometimes, you know. <laughs> That's true. You don't want too much chocolate. Exactly. You don't want to fucking drown the thing. But Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want you to take over this next one because this is all you. You, you love this team. All right. The Bengals. So I, I'm a little bit surprised by this. I, I don't know. I shouldn't say surprised. Um, so they signed Alex Kappa, a uh, guard from Tampa Bay, to a four-year deal. I like that pickup. Haven't really added anybody else. Um, you know, they're losing C.J. Uzama, which I was actually surprised about that. Uh, I didn't see him going anywhere. I thought he was a really good fit in Cincinnati. They utilized him uh, yeah, he's going to the well Jets. down the stretch there. He's, he's going, the going Jets. to the Jets, yeah. Which also, like, the Jets kind of made, like, a Christian Kirk-type deal with Uz- uh, Uzama. Yeah. It, I kind of like the pickup, too, which ironic, you know. I do. I like the pickup for him. And he played really well down the stretch. I don't. I didn't understand that. They do have some money left over. Um, I think they could have made it happen if they wanted to. Uh, after a Super Bowl appearance, I'm surprised they're not being a little bit more aggressive, but it is the Bengals. You know, the Bengals have a history of not being aggressive in free agency, not wanting to spend a lot of money. I just don't understand where where, where are you going from here. Uh, Do you want to go back? Can you describe Alex Kappa to me? Because, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I could tell you everything about a quarterback. I can break down wide receivers. <laughs> I can break down running backs. The only really good offensive lineman I can name off the top of my head is Quentin Nelson. You know, I struggle with these offensive linemen sometimes. So <laughs> this is a big deal, right? Well, he, he's just a uh, – he's a – Good fit in a position that they need. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's an area that they need to improve is their offensive line. Step in the right direction, but I, I just don't – I don't know that they're doing enough to get back to where they were at last year. Do you think – so, I mean yeah, – Especially I, in the AFC, like, like you said, in that division too right now. Like, we've been talking about that division a lot. And I'm going to use you as the Bengals expert here because you yeah, – I mean, you're a big Burrow guy. I would honestly say since you're a St. Louis dude – you ain't got a team to root for. You know, are you a Bengals? Bengals home? I mean, you don't like Kansas City at all. So I get. I, don't, I try and uh, I try and stay neutral. I think you're a as well as you're I can. Bengals or your Buccaneers? I, I like the Bengals. I mean, you're also Tampa, but I, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Uh, <laughs> I like the Bengals. I like I like teams. I don't really uh, have a team. Yeah. Though. So I'm gonna use you as an. I'm gonna I mean, use you as an expert. I, I, I'll tell you what. My team, my team would be the Patriots. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I've always you rooted root for them. For Mac, you did root for Mac a lot, even though he threw three passes that one game. Uh, I've rooted for the Patriots since I was a kid. So if I had to pick one, that that would be so it. Do you? I want you a realistic expectation of Cincinnati next year. What do you think? Wild card team. Wow. Do you think they can bring back the magic? Like, what do you, what do you think's next for Cincinnati? Like. Do you think they're going to pursue anybody in free agency? 
I'm assuming they have to go lineman in the draft, right? If I'm them, I'm drafting fucking... If you have 10 picks, 10 linemen. You know... <laughs> I don't know. Because they've, they've got other positions they need to fill, too. Yeah, their defense um, is kind of getting... I mean, it was exploitable, that's for sure. Their defense, you know, they, in the past couple of years, they put most of that defense together through free agency. Yeah. You know, they've, they've signed a lot of guys, and that's... It seems to be the only way they you know, spend money. Part of the reason they got yeah. there. But I think a big part, too, is because of Joe Burrow, and a big part why you lost was oh, because yeah. of the offensive line. So why the fuck aren't you addressing yes. that? That's, uh, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I mean, you, you've got the money. The guys are out there. So you say wild card team. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be blatantly honest. I think they're going to get buried. I think they're the team that's going to get buried. Super Bowl hangover is real, and especially it is real for teams that don't win the Super Bowl, that just go to it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's, it's very hard. True. Happened to the Chiefs. Yeah. Happened to the Chiefs 100%. You know, it... Like, uh, look at Seattle, too. Like, Seattle completely just... They just couldn't go back to the form after winning the Super Bowl. You know, like, it happens to teams. Like, sometimes you just cannot get to that point anymore. And I think the AFC was a lot more open than it was last year. Like we talked about with Las Vegas. Las, who has a better odds of, I mean, uh, not odds, in your opinion, Las Vegas or Cincinnati? Is it like, who would you rather, th- or who do, who do you think would make the Super Bowl first between the two? That's tough. I think they're, they're close, right? Very similar teams. What about last year? Did you think they were close at all? Denver. No. What do you think about Denver? Denver or Cincinnati? That's a. They're very similar. I'd say Denver. See, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I I think they can make the playoffs. I think Denver's a more complete roster. I just don't see this like comeback. Like since he needed to really go out in this free agency and be like, yo, we're gonna spend a lot of money. We're gonna just. Either add, I mean, they really need to add to that offensive line. Jesus Christ, I don't, I don't know how many more times I need to say it, but you know, but instead they they lose Uzama and they signed a guy that I don't really know, but at the same time that doesn't mean much. He might be, I, I think he could be an excellent fit. I'm glad that they're signing offensive linemen, but they need to sign a guy that makes you go, holy shit! Like since he's trying to run it back. And I just don't see it happening. Yeah. You know? No, it, it, it needed. It just needed to be more than Baltimore. More Cincinnati, than the one offensive Baltimore line. Baltimore Cincinnati is going to have a better record. It, oh, uh, Baltimore. See? That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, don't, I think we're going to head into one of those, like, Cincinnati is going to be one of those teams that just really struggles. I wouldn't be surprised if Burrow doesn't go to another Super Bowl for four or five years. You know, I think they could be a really... They could be like a Green Bay 2.0. You know, except they didn't win it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's similar situations, right? Like, neither team spends spends money. Both kind of small market teams. You know, I just feel like we're heading towards a part of... We're heading towards a part in NFL history where... You know, these teams that don't spend money, I think are going to, we're going to just see like an infinite drop off because I think we're heading towards like a similar path that NBA did 
where like you know the Lakers traded away everything to get Anthony Davis and win one title. You know the Rams. God, I mean, we make fun of their draft situation, but at the same time, out of the NFC, it's them and Tampa Bay. Right. You know, between the two teams that are going to make the Super Bowl or not. So I think you know. Well, hold on. I would compare. So, real quick, I want to I want to mention that okay. that Devonte Adams trade. I forgot to throw this in there. Does that make Green Bay not a contender anymore? No, they're one hundred percent still a contender. Okay, just because they're in the NFC, I think at least. You know, and I mean, most likely too, Jimmy G is probably going to get traded out of there. Um, yeah, I think that drops him out of contendership. But I mean that this is also where I'm going to is I think Cincinnati and Green Bay are very similar teams. Yeah. Very similar. They have Super Bowl rosters, but they don't have Super Bowl owners and they don't have Super Bowl GMs. They just don't have guys that are willing to make the ballsy play of trading their next two first round picks for a guy that can win a title now. I know they want to do the long run homegrown bullshit, but you're going to get to the point where Devontae Adams gets traded away, which happens. Well, you, you definitely and need maybe, those guys, too. You, you need the homegrown guys, but... Yes, yeah. It, it's a perfect blend. Right. Like how, you know, in, you know, I love cross-referencing uh, sports here, but in St. Louis terms, like how we do it, how we used to win fucking yep. World Series. You know what I'm talking about? Homegrown yep. talent. Give me David Freeze. But also pick up Lance Berkman's, pick up Matt Holliday's, pick up, you know, Chris Carpenter's, Adam Wainwright's, trade for these guys. Get guys that can also add to that. And once you just try to stick to homegrown or you like you have to find a healthy blend between Cardinals baseball and Yankees baseball. There's a reason the Yankees haven't won shit. It's because homegrown is not in their vocabulary. It's all assigned people, which that's how you don't get any chemistry. You gotta have chemistry. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You got to have homegrown guys, and then you also got to add the free agency shit. And I think Cincinnati is going to be one of these teams that gets buried because they are unwilling to spend money when they know they have a good team and they would rather be, you know, one of those miracle teams that win a Super Bowl than one of those teams that just dominate like the Rams did last year. Even though the Rams, I mean, they could have lost that Super Bowl, yes, but I'm not speaking on hypotheticals. The Rams are the ones that won it, and the Rams are the one that took the most risk between them and Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati's biggest risk was they re-signed Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Like, I, I, I just, I, I can really see Cincy, and I can really see Green Bay getting buried from all this, just for because their unwillingness to spend money. I agree. I do need to correct something here, though. Uh, earlier, I said they only signed the one uh, offensive lineman. They did sign uh, New one of New England centers, Ted Karras. I didn't see that one. Um, oh, really? They did sign That's a not a bad pickup. They did sign a center too. So okay, so they are adding to the offensive line a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it needs like more, I, but they they are adding. Yeah, I I, I mean, I want like a Quentin Nelson. I mean, obviously they're not trading for anybody. Uh, that would just be stupid because you can you can find offensive linemen a dime a dozen. Yeah, you know. Uh, the great great ones are hard to find, but. Give me, give me the first four rounds. Like, but the thing is, too, they need to add to that defense a little bit, too. Yeah, they do. You know, when Trey, I mean, I love Trey Hendrickson. I think he's a great player, but you gotta have another. You gotta have a one-two punch, and honestly, your one punch ain't that good either. Like, that's a he's a good second option. No, you need another guy. You need another guy. Um, but yeah, that's just my little Cincy rant, I guess. I'm sorry if you're a Cincinnati fan and you're like, what the fuck, this guy's shitting on my team. But, I mean, I think we're just heading towards a different era of NFL football where you have to spend money. You've got um, to go be aggressive. You have to. Speaking of being aggressive, I love when we get perfect segues. That just makes me horny. <laughs> uh, Juju, uh, he signed a one-year deal with Kansas City. How do we feel about it? I feel great. One year, what? Ten point two million dollars. Ten point seven five million over. Uh, yeah, one year. Yeah. So one year deal. <laughs> I don't. That's super cheap. I feel I like for him. Take on this. That's. Would you say? I, I think that's super cheap. Yes, one hundred percent. He could have got Christian Kirk numbers. I feel. I think so. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> At the very least, like, I, I think they're on Juju, an evil level. You can't. Yeah, you can't really like. I mean, Juju, obviously, is a very hated player for obvious reasons. Yeah, you know, but the dancing and the low. Yeah. Time, yeah. Although I can't wait for him and Jackson Mahomes to collab a little bit. <laughs> uh, he got. He got hurt last year, right? I mean, he missed most of the season. Season-ending shoulder. Uh, Shoulder injury. Yeah. I can't talk today. He did. All. He ended uh, up, uh, I think he came back for the wild card round. Yeah, he did. Guy wants to play, man. And, like, I think this deal is not only good for the Chiefs, obviously, but this is fucking really big for Juju, too. Like, think of Juju. Juju's going to the best case scenario. Yeah. Like, Tra Travis Kelsey regressed a lot last year. So they need a number two option. And, you know, even though Travis Kelsey regressed, he's still the best he's tight end. He's still the best. Arguably, it, arguably yeah. you know, top two. You know, it's him and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, unbelievable as well. I'd say three but is a healthy Darren Waller. Even I, I, <laughs> but, I feel like even if uh, Travis Kelsey comes out and he's half the player he was this year, next year... You're still going to get Travis Kelsey doubled. He's going to get, you know, a lot of attention on him. And then you're going to have Tyreek Hill and Juju, which compared to before, which was Tyreek Hill and Josh Gordon 
or Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman. You know, or now Pringle. you actually, I feel like they actually or oh god, don't even I didn't even want to fucking throw his <laughs> name out there. God, Pringle. He's a poor man's McCole Hardman, <laughs> and that's saying a lot. Um but now you actually have like a really good like he just really fits this this was like the perfect signing for Kansas City, in my opinion. I think so. I I really, really like this pickup. And I think it can help both parties. I really think Juju can have a big year. And, you know, he's on a one-year deal, so after this, get your fucking money, Juju. Like, go out. Like, if you catch over 1,000 yards, maybe even 10 touchdowns, depending on if Patrick Mahomes decides not to have the first half of the season he had last year. Like, he could easily catch 10 touchdowns. I could see it happening, you know. Taking, you know, red zone targets away from Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey because they're going to be doubled. Like, yeah. You're running out of people to double on this uh, Kansas City offense. Like you really are. Yeah. <clears throat> I I just I really like this pickup. You know, a couple of things. So I'd like to add this uh, this free agent class wide receiver wise dried up very quickly, which makes this deal yeah. a little bit better. You know, Devontae Adams franchise tagged. You know, he's gone right away. Mike Williams resigned right before free agency started. Fat deal, too. Yeah, that was, I think, a little too much as well. But, you know, it dried up quickly, and then you, you still had Juju sitting there. Yeah. I, I think this is kind of the, the perfect spot for him. You know, the earlier guys got, you know, probably overpaid, um, and then, you know, they were able to come swoop in and, and pick up Juju. And, yeah. But you mentioned one thing to me earlier about the Chiefs and is why don't they trade for a running back? Yeah. I just, I don't understand it. I mean, I, do you want me to go into this giant tan? I do. I want to hear it. I, the people want to okay. hear it. Uh, the people, yeah, because, I mean, you've, I've been talking your fucking ear off of this shit. You're <laughs> telling me, like, I mean, Devontae's going for a first and a second. What's a good running back going to go for? It has to be a lower value, right? Devontae's adding much more yeah. to your team would- than... Any top run, I mean, even top five running backs. So why are we in a point where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still being your top running back? Like, just think about the top off. I mean, honestly, I would, if I just, like, didn't have any names to the paper and all the names were covered up, I would want Cleveland's situation more than I would want Kansas City. Kansas City has a lot of weapons, a lot of offense, but they don't have a really good running back, you know, at least Cleveland doesn't have that many weapons uh, in the receiving category, but they have two great running backs. And, like, I would much rather have that. Like, you're telling me you can't trade. Me and you talked about this. Mattinson from uh, Minnesota. Like, yeah. what, what do you think would take to get him traded for? Like, maybe a second and a third? But if you throw Clyde Edwards a hey, layer in there, Hey, that's what we were saying Baker was going to go for. Yeah, true. Exactly. Like, it might be even less. Right. Like, you throw a fourth or a fifth round pick, you're telling me you're going to waste that pick on some fucking middle linebacker that never plays. Or you can, I mean, which at the same time, Kansas City needs all these guys that they take late in the draft to kind of for defense just since, you know, Cap's kind of catching up to them. It is. But, like, just hypothetically, 
what's up with like just trading Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for Mattinson from Minnesota? He's the backup running back, but he's better than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to have a bottom twenty running back. Which I mean, would you say that's that's accurate? Or I mean, bottom fifteen maybe? And like, he's a fifteen top fifteen running back, or no. top twenty? No. No, I, exactly. I wouldn't say that. Uh, See, and that's that's the problem. Like, think about really? Patrick. And like, we praise Patrick Mahomes because what he does on the field is amazing. Think if he actually had a fucking running threat. Maybe mix in some like, play action and, into that offense. And maybe mix it and like do a Patriots type thing where you have a bruiser running back. Like, remember the year when they had Legarrette Blunt? Oh yeah. And then they had Sony Michelle and James White. It's like the possibilities for that offense were endless after that. Because you had a bruiser running back, you know, and that's why I'm, I kept saying, like, Mattinson, just because I've seen what he, he's done as a backup for Dalvin Cook. Or, you know, even, like, taking a flyer on uh, man, Daryl Henderson Jr. Like, just anybody. Like, we have great backup running backs that are better than your starting running back. And you're still throwing out this medi- mediocre running back. I just don't understand it. I get it that they spent a first round pick on him, but sometimes you got to swallow your fucking pride yep. and just trade him. You know, like look at what Arizona did. Arizona took Josh Rosen in the first 15 picks of the first round and then dealt him the next year. Yeah, moved on done with him. <laughs> and guess what? That was the best fucking thing they ever did. They made the playoffs after that because they picked up a franchise quarterback in Kyler, which He's trying to get traded too, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but that's besides the point. I just don't understand it, man. I just don't understand it. Sorry, going on this tangent, on <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but I just I'm tired of seeing this guy get. You know, if you hand the ball off on third and two and you get a yard or a yard and a half, like he just is not. He he reminds me of Chris Carson. Like, and Chris Carson's playing with a bad offensive line. Chris Carson may be good with a good offensive line. You know, we don't know. Like, I feel like Kansas City has a pretty good offensive line. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not doing anything. Look yeah. at what Darrell Williams yeah, I mean, did. Yeah, uh, Jerick McKinnon Darryl came in. off the bench. Jerick McKinnon, you had so many guys come in. Fr- or, uh, I always want to say Frank Gore. Was his name actually Frank Gore? No, what was his it was name? Derek Gore. Derek Gore. I always want to call him <laughs> Frank Gore. Frank Gore. But, uh... I, I should have stuck with Gore. Actually, yeah, Gore you know, out there and he, that wouldn't surprise me. You know, if if Frank Gore's son was playing in the league, he just retired. Yeah, last I <laughs> exactly. think last year. So, <laughs> that, yeah, he that played forever. He's fifty years old. <laughs> um, but you know, like, look at all these guys that came. How many times do you need a guy to come in and your offense be better? Like, when did the Kansas City offense pick up? As soon as Edward Solaire went down, because they stopped force feeding him the fucking ball. Like, ah, it just drives me insane. And Kansas City could be the team that slips up, because Denver might take their spot. Hell, Vegas might take their spot. And who knows? The Chargers could take. Like anybody could take their spot. It's not now. Is not the time to play the waiting game with the running back situation. I'm feeling the Chargers next year, man. Winning that division. I don't. I don't know about winning that division. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but check back with me in a few weeks. After the draft. They just picked somebody up on – they picked somebody up too on defense, didn't they? Uh, well, they picked up 
Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Khalil Mack, yeah, that's yeah, J.C. Jackson. They picked up two of the biggest guys out there. You know, I mean, Khalil Mack isn't what he is before, but he's playing with a Bosa. So yeah, I mean, you got. I think that's that's a hell of a one-two punch. Looks. Yeah, and I mean, they're adding to the. What was the one thing wrong with the Chargers? Their, their, defense. their defense. And now they have a pretty good defense on paper. They also and, added Sebastian know. Joseph Day. You know, he yeah at D tackle. So, and they needed to get bigger up front. They, they didn't. I, their scheme didn't fit their personnel the first year. You know, Brandon Staley coming in installing a new, whole new system in there. They had to change the personnel, and they're attacking it. They did this last year too with the offensive line. They needed yeah. to fix the offensive line. They had five new starters the next year. Yeah, go okay. out and attack take, it. They I'll get aggressive. It. They're attacking what they need to fix. I, I, I think they're going to be good. Hot take time. You ready? Oh, here we go. Should we do Should we do the start the camera thing that we wanted to do? <laughs> Little Bill like, Simmons action. I can action. honestly, I will break this. Yeah, I will break this shit down. I will put it over a random JPEG, and I'll throw this shit on. Uh, I'll show. I'll throw it on Instagram. Okay. I don't care. You ready? Yeah. So what are we at? Uh, I'll type in. We're at one ten thirty five. One ten thirty five. Nathan. I'm going to ask you. I want you to be the focal point of this. You're going to be the first one here. <laughs> Gun to your head. Who's winning that division? KC, Chargers, uh, Las Vegas, or Denver? Oh, man. That's tough. Honestly, I would say... I'd say probably KC, and then I, I would go LA second. Wow. You think they're the second best team? I do. Justin you know Herbert, I mean, third year. Good defense now. Mike Williams hopefully takes a big step up. Not even, you know, he had some huge games last year. Again, on my fantasy team, probably the most frustrating player I've ever had on there. Because he'd, <laughs> he'd have 30, 40 points one week. And then the next two weeks, he'd have like seven. It, w- it was insane. I could never start him, and then he, I, I'd have him bench, and he had 35 points. Um, so hopefully he's a little bit more consistent. You got Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler. They've still got all that stuff working for him to improve yeah, the defense. They do have a good offense. Yeah, man, they're going to be scary. Oof. I, I mean, I like that division. That. That's why I don't. I don't know what uh, it was on a podcast I was listening to. I can't remember which one it was though. That division, you can make a whole first team All Pro out of that division alone. We're gonna. I mean, we'll probably end up doing. We usually every year do the uh, division breakdowns where we go through each team of each division. We usually wait. I think a month before the season starts. That way, we each week we have a different division. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very, I'm not excited for it just because I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like I could be like, yeah, Vegas 10 and seven and then Vegas go like five and fucking 12 or Denver going four and 13 or some shit. I just feel like that division is going to be the one that everybody betting, everybody doing, you know, whatever is going to really fuck up. Um, that division, I, I just, 
I've never seen a. And then you've got the AFC uh, North too. Yeah. I don't. I don't see a bad team in that division, especially in the AFC West, where you know, honestly, I'm thinking, obviously, you know, Denver or Vegas would be the fourth best team in that division, where I don't think they'd be the third worst team. Yeah. In any other division. Oh yeah, like without a doubt. Somebody in that division, one of those four teams, is going to have to miss the playoffs. Not technically, they could all make it technically, but. I, I no, I think one's. I think at least two are going to miss it. I think it's going to be like two teams of those division is going to underwhelm, but I just don't know who. I don't know. Um, Either way, they're going to have to beat up on each other. So. Yeah. All right. You want to run through the dock here? You got the next one. All right. So the Seahawks. Uh, I just don't know where they're going from here. Is it, are you thinking rebuild or no? Are you? Are they trying to win now? Pete Carroll's got, I think, two years left on his deal. Yeah. What's he do? He's serious. seventy years old. What's he do? Man, I. So this is just me being an optimistic. Like, I really, really, really think that there are quarterback options out there, and Seattle needs to... I think Seattle's definitely... I mean, they're in a position, too, where they can try to trade for a veteran QB. You know, I don't know, like... I think... it's just, The thing is, is, like, what, what veteran QB is not going to struggle with this team? Right. Because the offensive line's bad. You know the running back situation's bad. You got some weapons, but the weapons have been under underperforming. Your defense is not even nearly up to speed with anybody. I mean, Russell Wilson's been carrying this team, but at the same time, they're two years removed from a, a, a playoff appearance. I just I don't see Pete Carroll going down his last two years just like belly up, you know. I don't see them drafting a quarterback and just being like, and we're like, being, yeah, like being like, hey, we're gonna roll with Drew Locke and Geno Smith and randomly throw in our rookie quarterback. No, I mean, if that happens, then that's all 100% on Seattle's ownership. But if they have any respect for Pete Carroll, which you know a lot of people don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> But if they have any respect for Pete Carroll, I I just feel like Pete Carroll is going to at least try to fight a little bit. Because like we said, there's so many options out there. I really wanted Deshaun to Seattle. I'll tell you what. I I really wanted that. I I was going to mention this earlier, but I forgot when when you were mentioning the Baker stuff. What about Baker to Seattle? That was a guy. That's why I waited on Seattle, too. Like, I feel like Baker would be good with Seattle. You have a top, uh, receiving threat in DK and Baker hey guess what you get to actually fucking prove yourself bad line bad running back true I, I mean that's true you know I, I Chris new Carson's season okay you're healthy back, but, new team yeah go out there like if Russ could make the playoffs like I'm sorry but like comparing you to uh, or Baker Maker, Baker Mayfield to Russell Wilson like Russell Wilson was what thirty two last year, or two years ago whenever he uh, made the playoffs with Seattle. Yeah, Baker's twenty six, twenty five. Like, 
Baker, if you can do it, like carry him. And the NFC's wide open. Like make the playoffs. Make a fucking wild card run. NFC, you know, like, I yeah. think that would be that would be a good uh, uh, a good decision by Seattle. I think they have to go for a veteran quarterback. I just don't know who. But I, I mean, if I was them, Seattle, like Baker, I think would be the best option. No, no chance in hell you're getting Jimmy G. No. Yeah, like Jimmy G, and, and honestly, not, Jimmy G wouldn't. I don't think Jimmy G would do good with that offense at all. Yeah, but they're like, they're not trading him in division make, anyway. Like yeah. I think that's like how we talk about like some quarterbacks need situations. Like I think Jameis would be better than Jimmy G in this situation. Do you think you know who, who else is there? Gardner. You think Gardner would be a good fit there? Yeah, I mean one hundred percent. But I mean. At the same time, if you're going with Gardner, you might as well just run with uh, trying to do the rebuild. You know, you might as well just get Malik Malik Willis and just commit to Pete Carroll retiring and go on with that, you know. You know, that's that's why I'm so surprised he didn't just retire. Like, yeah. I just give up. Just give up. Russ is gone. Russ is gone. We're, I'm gone. I'm, we're done. He carried your ass. If it wasn't for Russ, you, he probably would have been fired <laughs> way sooner than he. He's probably. Yeah. I mean, he's just going to retire. But yeah, I. I think Pete Carroll's going to finish out his contract, and I think it's just going to be. If I had to guess, like, I want to say that he's going to put up a fight and be like, "Yo, we need a trade for a veteran quarterback." But also, if they run it with uh, a young quarterback and Malik Willis, or even throwing Drew Locke and Geno Smith out there, I wouldn't be surprised. And that's fucking really sad to say, because the Seattle franchise, like, they have such a good fan base, and they really, I think they could be a potential wild card team if they got the right quarterback. Like the options are there, but it's just like, do you want to commit to a Baker? Do you want to commit? You know, to a Jameis. Do you want to commit to you know any of those guys that that could propel you into yeah. maybe a wild card spot? But you don't really have much going for you on offense on that team. Yeah, I. It's a puzzling situation for them. Uh, do you think Pete sticks around? You know, looks like he's going to go through the next year. Do you think he sticks around for the the final year of his contract? Yeah. I mean, so this is just, you know, obviously us just fucking around, talking off the top of our heads here. <laughs> um, I think if I had to, like, put money on it, I could see Pete Carroll just, like, having back-to-back mediocre seasons and just riding off into the sunset. Like, and, But also, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to, like, make a run, like, tries to get these guys but if you're the gm of seattle like i don't know who it is but uh wouldn't you rather want to try to do a rebuild right now than anything like than trying to just sneak into the playoffs when you got i would tampa bay you got it wouldn't be a complete teardown rebuild i mean they've got some pieces but you know what i'm seeing is they they cut carlos dunlap Traded Russ. Bobby Wagner gone. Bobby Wagner. It it looks like they're trying to save a lot of uh, a lot of money. I don't yeah. I don't know what their what their plan is. So 
that defense is going to look a lot different. Obviously, the offense is going to look completely different. Yeah. I just, I just think, me speaking for like what I would do in a GM situation, I would definitely try to make the playoffs just because the NFC is so wide open. Um, but at the same time, I would not be surprised if they just say, fuck it. Sorry, Pete. You're going to suck ass for right. the last couple years. You know, but yeah, it's kind of sad too because I, I, I would like to see them try to make a run. You know, I think a guy like Baker would be good for the team. I really thought Deshaun would have been good for the team. Um, but, I mean, just really not much else to say. <laughs> um, okay, well, we, we talked about it a lot throughout the podcast, but there's still guys out there. There's still quarterbacks out there. And what we're getting to is not everybody that we thought was going to get a shot is going to get a shot. So let's just go through a bunch of quarterbacks and just potential scenarios for each one. How's that sound? All right. Um, uh, who you got up first? You can, I, I, James. Where do you think James is going to go? Because I think James has to be a starting quarterback next year. I'd say I, I'd say New Orleans. I think he's going to end up back in New Orleans. In New Orleans. I don't know anybody else that would, you know. I, I guess uh, Seattle. That could be a possibility. Um, he might be. I I don't see that as a good fit. Really? I don't. I think people are still going to be a little bit of afraid of Jameis's turnover abilities. Um, yeah. You know, Indy's coming from a situation where that was their ultimate nightmare because Carson Wentz is just you know a heart attack to watch sometimes. All the talent in the world, but he's just you know reckless with the football sometimes, and that that's what Jameis could be too. So I don't, I yeah. don't see them going that route. Um, I see them going, you know, a little bit more conservative route than uh, than Carson Wentz was. I think Jameis still fits with the Saints. He had a good start last year. I, I now that Sean Payton's gone, I don't know what's going to happen there though. Yeah, because, I mean, he was a Sean Payton guy. Yeah. You know, like, Sean Payton's the guy that really wanted to take a risk on him. That's why. Sean Payton's out. Yeah. Kind of sudden there. Um, All right, who's next? Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I I like him in Indy. I like it. You really talked me into the indie thing because I was a big Jameis to indie guy, but I think I'm more leaning towards Jimmy G. But I mean, talk more about it. Are you what, what about San Fran? Like they they're out on the Brady sweepstakes. Oh yeah, I, I think they're just gonna run it with Trey Lance. They gave up so much to get He's him. Ready? I I don't think it matters. Wow. NFC wide open, like, you almost you, – you, I mean, they could have made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. They beat Green Bay in Lambeau. I was really rooting for that, man. Oh, God, I don't know why. Jimmy G, fucking uh, – hospital ball, Jimmy G. Hospital he's ball. He's not a good quarterback, but he's, he's like a – he's like Teddy Bridgewater, but, like, perfected. In my opinion, yeah, I, that's not a terrible analogy, actually. No, <laughs> it, 
you know, and before Brady like retired, it. he had he has the most Super Bowls out of all the quarterbacks left. That's uh, true. After Brady retired, yeah, you know, I, I forget two. about his time in New England. Yeah, he won two of those bad <laughs> ones, but I, I really like your your Colts take. I think, and he's like, think about if the Colts had Jimmy G last year, they might have won two extra games. Yeah, I think so. They, they definitely yeah, like looking at it. It's like they just needed a guy that didn't fucking lose games like Carson Wentz, which you know Jim G, he doesn't lose games, but he doesn't win you. you and know? Carson Wentz is the polar opposite. You know, Carson yeah. Wentz wins games, but he also loses them. Yeah, he's got the talent to win you some games, but oh. Um. So. I'm going off script here. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Okay. Um, I, I think he what is he still with the Raiders or is he a free agent? I think he's still with the Raiders. Yeah. I, I, oh no, I think he's uh, he's a free agent. Really? I mean, I could see him going back with the Raiders and them still using kind of as, as that uh, you know QB draw guy on third downs. Um, I don't really know other than that. I, I just don't think with with his Yeah, he's he's a free agent. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah, with his injury history and you know, just inconsistency, I don't know that there's a spot for him. Yeah. I mean as uh, a backup somewhere, but what about this? I, I mean, I'm honestly surprised scenarios. by the lack of interest on Mario. You, you didn't hear anything about him. I thought you were going to hear about him and Mitch Trubisky kind of equally, but yeah, like I mean, I much. That's me. <laughs> I, I I was throwing them both in the same sentence. Right. You know, Trubisky and Mariota kind of seem like the same kind of risky situation. Right. I, I didn't not. hear anything about Mariota. Mariota is also a little bit older. Baker. Yeah, I think so. Is, yeah, he's twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine this year. Um, what about this for a desperate scenario? Seattle. Okay, Mariota. Seattle. Yeah. Maybe cutting Geno, having Locke as the third string quarterback, and drafting Malik Willis, and just you know throwing oh. Mariota out there as like a really shitty Russell Wilson. <laughs> that could work. Like, I mean, uh, that's just me spitballing <laughs> off the top of my head. That could work. Um, yeah, but I'm just trying to think of situations where he would start. Uh, I think he's just going to end up being a backup, too. Like, But, I mean, at the same time, like, uh, if you get Malik Willis of Seattle, why not pick up Mariota? I think Mariota's going to go – he's going to be in a gardener role where he's, like, backing up a guy that he could potentially get yeah. some starts for. Um. But yeah, okay. That was my Mariota one. Um, so, uh, what do you think about Matty Ice? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? I, I think he's staying in Atlanta. I don't. Staying in Atlanta? Um, okay. Well, I got a question now. What about Carolina? Carolina has been interested in every single fucking quarterback thrown out there, and they haven't picked up one. Are they going to pick up a quarterback? Or are they going to throw Darnold out there after they already tried to get every other quarterback that's been on the market? It seems like they were in on the Deshaun sweepstakes, the Russ sweepstakes, the Rogers sweepstakes. I, I don't I don't know. 
I don't know. Is it that they're not offering enough, or the quarterbacks just don't want to go there? They're in a situation now where it's like, hey, the the division went from wide open to it's not looking good. I know. You know, and I you got Tampa coming back, got Tom Brady coming back. You know, and if the Saints re-sign Jameis. You're back to bottom of the barrel. You have the fourth best quarterback. So, what about Gardner? <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to start, man. I really think I just I don't know. I, I think they that could hold work. Their head above water with him. I think it's Gardner might be a good fit there. What about like Darnold in a fourth round pick? The guard or Darnold in a fifth round pick for Gardner Minshew. He's getting traded to the Eagle. You got Sam Darnold as your backup. That's a pretty good backup. Yeah, I, Sam Darnold, I, I would say, is a good backup. Um, you know, do you think it would really take Darnold in the fifth? <laughs> Darnold in the sixth? Give me a one-for-one one swap. For, I think as the years go on, Gardner Minshew's value keeps going up. Because he becomes more of like an anomaly. Like... Oh, what if this guy got a chance? Right. <laughs> you know, he could be like a Case Keenum type where he just has one Ooh. really good year and then just backups for the rest of his career. And he's just like, oh, yeah, like what if he got a chance sooner? But no, I don't know with Carolina. I just I have no idea what they're going to do. Uh, just to throw this in there, Keenum got traded to the Bills. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, he did? Yeah. He had to replace uh, Trubisky. I yeah. Good for I like Keenum. Maybe you can get a Super Bowl ring this year. Maybe. Oh, that'd Maybe. be. Yeah, they got okay. a shot. Do you got any other? You got any other QB carousel? No, I think that's it. The only. I w- I was kind of having Mariota in the back of my head, but. Um. Okay. I don't Tom know. Tom Brady came back. Tom Brady did come we, back. I missed it. We, God, that was literally a day after we fucking dropped the last pod too. Oh, I know. That's what. See what? See what we're talking about, people. A day. I I think I texted you. I said. I I said this happens every time. And uh, immediately they resigned Godwin. I haven't heard any rumors about Fournette. What have you heard anything about Fournette? No, nothing. AB obviously is not coming back. Um, yeah, no. So, realistically, where are you putting Tampa Bay in uh, in chances of making the Super Bowl? Fifty-fifty. <laughs> either them or the Rams. Just, <laughs> yeah. So you just think they're they're top two immediately with Tom Brady at forty-four years old? Yes. Yeah, uh, they were still they were still the team last year too. They suffered with a yeah. they suffered a lot of injuries uh, throughout the whole year. So, but they're still that team. Tom Brady, look at the numbers he put up last year. He's not slowing down much. No, he should have won MVP, yeah. like you said. I agree. Tom Brady MVP. It was a weird. It was so sad though. Out of all the. Um, 
you know, retirements and then comebacks we've had over the years. This one was kind of weird to me, though. I, I, I didn't think Tom Brady was going to be the one, you know, changing his mind. Or I thought Tom Brady, once yeah. he made a decision, that was going to be it. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to pull far if any did. I know. I, that was totally unexpected for me. I figured, you know, Tom Brady, Honestly, he said he's done. He's done. <laughs> knowing Brady, he probably fucking did it just because of the Schefter shit. Schefter <laughs> released that shit way too early. It probably pissed him off, and Brady was like, fuck it. I'm coming back because I want to go out on my own terms. And, you know, if he has a noodle arm season like Peyton Manning did his last year, are we really going to, like, downgrade him? No. You know, no. Like it does he Drew Brees did it his last four years. <laughs> right. You know? Like Drew Brees couldn't fucking throw a football for his last four years, <laughs> you know, in the game. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl his last year where he couldn't throw a football, so um yeah, I mean I think I think you're right with the the fifty fifty. I mean, they have to be up there with the Rams. I wouldn't be surprised if they compete with the Rams, but I think we're really undervaluing undervaluing the uh, Fournette pickup. Like, Fournette was huge for them, so I kind of hope they can re-sign him or get another running back, I guess. He was a very late um, re-sign last year, too. I remember that. Yeah. And, I mean, he's getting old. You know, Fournette's up there in age. Yeah, for and, running and back. he got hurt last season, too. I mean, he was one of the main reasons that they didn't make a big run. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I feel like uh, running back of his caliber is needed for this team to succeed. But yeah, I can I can see Brady have another big year. Um, all right, you wanted to really really talk about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, overtime rules. A few teams have put out proposal proposals to change the overtime rules. Um, there's a couple of them. I want to hear your opinion on them. Okay. Okay. So the I think it was the Colts and one other team. Titans. No, or, uh, no, the Colts and another team, and then the Titans had their own. Yeah. yeah, the Colts. I forget who the other team was, but uh, theirs was to, you know, both teams get get the ball in overtime, both offenses get a chance. Um, the Titans said if the first team scores a touchdown. They have to make the two-point conversion or else the game's over. What do you no, think? No, no, that wasn't it. No, it was they got to choose if they wanted to do a two-point conversion or not. Right. So if they went for two right, and but got if they it, make it, then they win. Yeah. But if they if they want, they can just kick a field goal. They can kick the extra the point. Yeah. Position. But if yeah. they want to end the and game, the they have to the make the two-point conversion. And then if, like... They both kick a, or get a touchdown and kick a field goal, then it goes back to regular overtime rules, right? I think that was the. Uh, yeah. I guess just first time yes. score after that. Um, so I, how about we just get the best of both worlds? In my opinion, this is I really think this is a good idea because we everybody keeps saying do the college stuff. The college stuff is great because it's entertaining, but NFL doesn't want to add to games. They don't want games to be longer than they need to be. So how about just incorporate Tennessee's idea and make it so instead of being able to kick the extra point, you have to go for two in overtime. Like, and you just keep going back and forth. And you have to, yeah, I mean, you you can't kick a field goal. What about that? No field Where goals? It, it, 
Uh, I guess you can kick a field goal. Yeah, you can kick a field goal. Fuck it. But the, uh, no matter what, the second team always gets possession. See, and I, I was I was talking well, to a guy. You know what? How about how about we say fuck field goals and they have to fucking do it. They have to they have to go for two or go for a touchdown because I I, I don't want to see a game ended with a thirty five yard uh yard extra point. I don't want to see it. I get that. You know, like just have them both. Like best case scenario, you have two teams that get a touchdown and get an extra point. Get a touchdown, get an extra point. Then the adrenaline is just pumping. Like right. Like if Kansas City and Buffalo did that last year, oh my god! Like it would have just blown the fucking roof off the playoffs. Um, but it's very unlikely for a team to drive down and score another touchdown after that, or a team to drive down and score another touchdown and another extra point or another uh, two-point conversion. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying just, you know, roll out. Just keep – get rid of the uh, extra point. Get rid of the field goal in overtime and just like, hey, you have to go for two. Or, I mean, technically it makes sense to go for two or just taking six. That would just be stupid. But, you know, right. <laughs> like you have to go for two. Um, I think that's – and that's a good way, too, to like end games quick. A team scores a touchdown – and then hits uh, the two-point conversion, and then, you know, the other team just scores a touchdown and can't get the two-point conversion, that's it. It's in the, You know, it ends in the same amount of time. Yeah, I, I like the new proposed rule. You know, removing the field goal, I, I get that. That's in overtime. You know, yeah. in, in regulation – that's fine. And even, you know, even if they want to just incorporate this in the playoffs, you know, if they want to keep games quick, you know, just end them as soon as possible in the regular season, I get that you're trying to prevent injuries. There's there's reasons they want to shorten this game. Yeah. But in the playoffs, you know, yeah, each – yeah, both teams are getting a chance because one team's defense is on the field and one team's offense. But shouldn't both offenses – and both defenses get a chance. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm okay with it. Uh, my the worst case scenario is you get rid of field goals, and then people don't even get to the point where they can kick a field goal. You know, you just right. get more ties. Which I everybody's like okay with ties now. We're like okay, it's fine if we oh. get ties. Like let's just have these games in. Fuck ties. I don't want to tie. I don't want to tie either. And, like, a lot of these football heads are talking, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, why, what's wrong with the tie? There's a lot wrong with the tie. The you tie didn't win. Sucks. That's what's wrong with the tie. It's it's the worst part <laughs> of a fucking NFL game yeah. is a tie. It's the worst part of a soccer game, a tie. You know, ties suck. Nobody wants a tie. Nobody wants a tie. I guess, I mean, maybe, like, God, I'm just really spitballing Except here. for that Raiders-Chargers game, I wanted a tie. <laughs> like maybe have them start at the fifty yard line. Okay. Fifty. You start at the fifty. You know, depending on like turnover or whatever. No matter worst case scenario, you always start at the fifty. How about that? And then there has to be a team that scores a touchdown from that, right? Oh God, yeah. Like, ah. Uh, I maybe throw in well, football. I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> this is all over the place now, and I don't even know what I fucking want to see anymore. 
That just ruined Chase the wants to see shit. kickers removed. Just go I away. I do want to see. <laughs> I want to see. Like, they can still hit. Game winning kicks are cool. Like, oh, we drove down the field and then the kicker kicked a game winning field goal. Kicks in overtime are not fucking cool. It's like, because 90, time, 90 times out of 100, it is the team drives down the field, they get down to like the 20 yard line, and they just like run it four times up the middle, get it lined up. And it's a fucking right. 30 yard chip shot. Like, nobody cares about that. That's stupid. You know, I don't want to see that. I, I get that, that that's just extending the game longer than anything or, else. Or end up kicking a field goal on second down. Yeah, like, just get that, get the kicking out of it. Like, if you're telling me that we can have a game winning touchdown or a game winning two point conversion, like, think of the first team that gets the ball, like, immediately scores a touchdown uh, but doesn't hit the two-point conversion. Then the second team scores a touchdown and hits the two-point conversion. Like, that's a walk-off win. Walk-offs are cool. Right. Walk-offs are always cool. You know, walk-offs are not a negative in any sport. Um, but, yeah, okay. I think we've ranted long enough <laughs> about the fucking stupid overtime rule. Um, all right. I think we're looking good. Uh, you got anything? What, what's your opinion on the overtime rules? What do you want? I like the Titans proposal, man. Really? Yeah. Go for two and what end about it. The kickers. Do you want the? But you know they're going to end up like a lot of the conservative coaches are going to be like, well, I'm just going to kick the field goal, and then you're just going to be in the same situation. No, because then the other team gets the ball. Oh, the other team will get the ball. Yeah. Right. But. It's still going to end in a field goal. It's going to be like, oh, guess what? Kansas City scored a touchdown, kicked a field goal. Buffalo scored a touchdown, kicked a field goal. Kansas City kicked a field goal to win it. And then people are going to be like, they should have got another possession. Well, no, no, hold on. Because then I can, you can at least say both offenses got a chance. Both defenses got a chance. That's it. It's yeah, even. Buffalo could have went for two. Buffalo could have went for two. You know, Yeah. You right. you both got a chance. Everybody got a chance. I think my idea is like after your idea gets done. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. Once we get tired of your idea, then we go to mine. Exactly. But I like. You know what? We're done step. with the field goals. Take those out now. Take the field goals out. We're tired <laughs> of seeing people fucking kick the ball. Um. Uh, okay. It is called right. football, though. <laughs> Maybe we should have more kicking. Only field goals. <laughs> Longer the field goal, uh, that means you win. All right. Let's get into the final thoughts. I'm tired of these stupid <laughs> propositions. I'm out. I'm out of them. Um, I guess you want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, recently, we had the passing. I'm a big WWE fan, in case you guys didn't know. I like WWE. I keep up with it. I'm sorry. I'm a nerd. Um, and one of my favorite wrestlers recently passed away. Uh, R.I.P. Scott Hall. The bad guy. Um, Nathan, do you know anything about Scott Hall? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he Razor Ramon. Yeah. Scott Hall was an absolutely amazing wrestler. Had a terrific story, too. Have you guys ever seen... Uh, the Resurrection of Jake the Snake documentary on Netflix. Um, Scott Hall was thrown in there too. He 
you know, he struggled with drug and alcohol abuse throughout his career, but he had a big comeback and he was, you know, a really good, like he ended up just becoming like a really good guy. And I just love stories like that. He, you know, uh, apparently he relapsed a little bit with alcohol and then he passed away from a, a blood clot. Um, and I mean, the way I'd rank my favorite wrestlers, it would go Shawn Michaels one and Razor Ramon two. With you know, Scott Hall was absolutely terrific. One of the best matches I've ever seen. It's the first ladder match ever in WWE history was between him and Shawn Michaels um, at WrestleMania. And if you're not a wrestling fan, just try it. Just watch it because it was it was insane. They were taking you know crazy spots throughout the match, um, and. Scott Hall won it. Scott Hall won the match. He won the first ever ladder match. And he was one of the best IC champions of all time. Every time we play a WWE 2K game with me and my buddy Luke and everybody, I'm always the bad guy. I'm always Scott Hall. Uh, I'd be lying if I'd said it didn't really, you know, make me sad that he passed away. Because, I mean, he was just, he was a huge impact on me early on in my life. Just because, you know, he just had such a... He, he made it cool to be the bad guy. He made it yeah. really cool to be the bad guy. He almost single-handedly took out double... Hand, uh, double, double Oh, God. WWE, whenever he joined WCW with uh, Kevin Nash, he started the NWO uh, with Hogan, Nash, and Hall. Like I mean, just a revolutionary wrestler. And, you know, I'm very, very happy that he got to have his little comeback story and, you know, just have kind of a good end to his life and, like, come back and just, you know, be a terrific, terrific role model uh, later in his life. And, yeah, R.I.P. Scott Hall. God, I love that dude. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a. I, I was surprised when I saw that the other day. Uh, I think yeah, uh, I, I think I, you sent that to me. You were Luke. Yeah, I put it in the group. Chat. Yeah. Because all my friends, like, whenever we used to like, you know, be drinking or bowling or whatever, I would always do like the Scott Hall strut. You know, I would do the toothpick shit. Like, I love Scott Hall. Like, he was just such an interesting character, hands down. If I had to choose one guy that never held the WWE title to hold it at least once, it was Scott Hall during his Razor Ramon years. Um, you know, Roddy Piper a close second. Just because, like, Scott Hall just... He made it cool to be the bad guy. You know, <laughs> he, he really revolutionized being, you know, a bad guy in the 90s. Like, he made it cool. And I like that. All right. Nate, you got one? All right, so... I was talking to my dad at dinner tonight, and he, I, you know, I've been watching Seinfeld lately. Loving the show. Great show. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're a big Seinfeld guy now. You jumped on the train way too late. I know, man. No, so he was telling me that, uh, you know, the restaurant in the show uh, is still in New York. I might, really? I might have to check that out. Oh... Uh... You're going to have to tell me the name of it. I can probably find it because they have like a mockumentary like Friends one. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we can find a fucking Seinfeld one. It's called Tom's Restaurant. But you're you're that big of a fan of Seinfeld that you want to fucking roll out? 
Dude, it's a good show. All right, hey man, I'm fine with it. You're you're the guest here. You're crazy. <laughs> crazy. Oh, they call it softball if it really hurts. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's a really shitty Jerry side, <laughs> but I've been doing it for years. <laughs> Inside joke between me and me. All right, good stuff. Um, we probably won't see you guys next week just because Nathan's coming in town to New York. Uh, by then, I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers will be traded for a six-round pick <laughs> to the Houston Texans or some crazy shit's going to happen. Marcus Mariota's um, going to get $40 million a year. Yeah, something <laughs> fucking nutty's going to happen. But... If something crazy happens during the week, I'm sure we can have an emergency pod. But and if that doesn't happen, you guys are probably going to have to wait a couple weeks. But, yeah, that's it. That's the pod. We're nearing two-hour, two-hour pod. Jesus Christ. We're just, oh, God. We're really getting serious with this shit, huh? Are they going to want to listen to this whole thing? Huh? Are they going to want to listen to this whole thing? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Are you still sitting on the can, whoever's listening to this? Um <laughs> uh, but okay, that's the pod. Nate, you know what to say. Spread the word. Spread it. Hello. Hold on a second. What's going on? Why why is Chase just talking? The podcast just ended. What the fuck's going on? Um well, I had to do this before I put out the pod. It's coming out today, Monday, uh March 21st. Me and Nathan recorded that nice 2-hour extravaganza uh yesterday on the 20th and now matt ryan just got traded to the Colts, so a lot of our shit is kind of up in the air um but i just wanted to say a couple words on it just give my opinion on it this way it's a little more up to date than it usually is apparently it was just for a third round pick in 2022 um i don't really understand it from either standpoint in my opinion what the hell's the point of trading for an old... They're just doing the same thing that they did with Phil Rivers, basically. I guess it worked. You know, that was a good team. But at the same time, I just don't understand it. I don't understand the point of this. I don't get it. Um, it was for, yeah, just a 2022 third, uh, third round pick. Wow. Just, I, I'm in shock. Atlanta now, I mean... They got a lot of holes at wide receiver because of Calvin Ridley. Offensive line was rough last year, and now they don't have a quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, I guess next pod we'll probably talk about uh, who are they going to go for in the market. You know, maybe they'll take a risk or whatever, but wow. Um, that That's crazy. Apparently, uh, he wanted to get a new contract. But that just wasn't part of Atlanta's plans. And now it's time for them to move on. So the Matt Ryan era is over. And yeah, it ended kind of similar to the way it began. And that's lackluster. So, okay, that's the end of the pod. I promise. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And yeah, we will have a new pod coming out probably in the next two weeks or so so i'll see you guys
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.